Welcome to GradCast. On this podcast, I uncover all the do's and don'ts of being an APS grad and the tips and insights you need to know to get the most out of your grad year. On the 10th of October, 2023, we hosted our first live podcast event where we invited current and aspiring Australian public service graduates and junior staff to experience the recording firsthand and participate in a live Q&A session. To kick off this episode, let's listen to some Vox Pops interviews that we recorded with some of our graduates who attended the event. Aileen Silver from the Grandcast crew will be leading those interviews. So over to you, Aileen. We are at the Commonwealth Superannuation Corporation where we are hosting the Gradcast live event. We have with us a group of APS graduates who will share their experiences and insights about working in the public sector. First of all, what is your name and what are you doing for your grad program? Or if you've done it already, what did you do? So my name is Natasha and I'm currently in my grad program um, at DFAT. I'm doing some rotations as part of a two-year program. My name is Brody Knox. I'm at the Department of Social Service as a generalist grad. What motivated you to join the Australian Public Service and how has your experience been so far? I've really enjoyed my experience in the Australian Public Service so far. It's really given me um, some amazing opportunities to learn through lots of different training, both in-house and external, and um, I guess through um, learning on the job as well. I've really learned a lot, and I think it's really been a great start to um, a fulfilling career. I also chose the APS because it aligns with a lot of my personal values, and I've really found this to be the case um, working on the job as well. I joined the public service because I have a really strong interest in helping people. Um, that's where, I, why I sort of ended up at my department. Um, I have enjoyed the far majority of it, but it would be remiss to not mention the very brutal realities that a lot of Australians still live under. Um, it is kind of shocking that as a first world country or developed country, we still have these problems, but it feels very meaningful helping to address change and helping just helping these people in general who very much need it and deserve it. My name's Marcus. I currently work for the Department of Infrastructure, Transport, Regional Development, Communications and the Arts. Long one, but glad I can remember off the right off the bat. Marcus, that was amazing. That was, that was a jumble. Goodness. What's one piece of advice you could provide someone who is starting their graduate program in 2024? Um, I'd honestly, in your graduate program, um, you come across a lot of different opportunities in your grad program, outside your grad program. If you have the capacity to honestly just try for whatever because you can honestly find some really interesting experiences. I'm Beth Campbell and I work for the Department of Infrastructure. Before each rotation, just for my department, you get to put an expression of interest in. I would recommend approaching the areas that you're interested in. I would recommend reaching out to your managers before applying for your different rotations so you can discuss what they're actually doing so you get a bit more than just what's on the piece of paper. And yeah, so you can just get a feeling of the team and see if you'll fit in there and just take risks. Uh, my name's Hugo. I work at the Department of Social Services. If you're moving to Canberra, enjoy every moment of sunlight. It will fade quickly and pack a warm coat. <laughs> Thank you, Hugo. That was important. <laughs> Definitely is. Thanks, everyone. Now let's go back to Callum. Thanks, Aileen. Um, those are indeed insightful tips from our Grandcast Live attendees. 
Now we'll dive deeper into the future of the APS with our guest Kristen Bogue, Director of Leadership and Graduate Development at the APS Academy, APS Commission. This segment will spotlight the APS Academy and the Australian Government Graduate Development Program. I wanted to talk a little bit about the APS Academy. Can you tell us a bit about uh, its mission and what does it offer for grads and junior staff? Yeah, sure. So when you hear APS Academy, you might think of a bricks and mortar type of school where public servants all go along and go into a classroom and learn. That's not, that's not what it is at all. Okay, no classrooms and desks. Oh, we do have some. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's more than that. It's, it's much more than that. Yeah. Um, the APS Academy is a network hub of learning and development. So we work with across the APS and with industry partners to build the capability and performance of the APS workforce. So for example, some of those big agencies like the Australian Tax Office, they have a huge team of learning and development pro professionals and they develop really high quality learning, not only programs but they have other initiatives and resources and tools and the APS Academy looks to how do we share this across the service. So we're actually curators in one way, so we're looking at what's best practice in terms of learning and development and resources across the public service and making it more accessible mm -hmm. to, to everyone who works in the public service. So um, I guess that if you're currently a grad or looking to be a grad, uh, this is really exciting that we, we will invest in your development. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Can you, can you tell us a bit about the role of the Academy? Yeah, so uh, our role is to support the APS workforce in building the skills and knowledge which are unique and essential to working in the Australian Public Service. So we call these essential skills um, public service craft and you might have heard about APS craft and um, that's where our focus is and what we want to develop. Mm. So I'll just run you through what these... I'd love to hear about, <laughs> yeah, the craft. APS craft, what are they? Yeah, so, and I'll give you some, I'll, I'll send you some show notes after this sure. so that you can have a look on our website and have a look at what the, what we call the craft wheel is. So at the centre of um, APS craft is integrity. And I talked about it a bit before, but um, integrity, is the integrity is at the heart of everything we do. And, you know, it's our pursuit of high standards of professionalism. So it's not just what we do, it's how we do it. And I guess everybody has seen recent events with RoboDebt and, and it is just a really big focus for us at the moment. So that's the, the, that's the craft at the centre of everything we do. Um, also, we have working in government. So working in government includes um, a willingness to serve and a, will a ability to apply deep understanding of the context in which the APS operates. It's not like, the APS is not like an, an ordinary business or organisation. We make decisions based on legislation frameworks, so it is quite a particular context. So it really is about getting that understanding of what does it mean working in government. Um, the third craft that we talk about is engagement and partnership. So this is how we work with others to shape policy and the services. And of course, it's all about better outcomes for Australians. Yeah. Um, the fourth craft is implementation and services. So it's 
fantastic to have great policy, but if you don't implement the great policy, you won't get the right outcomes. So we have quite a few programs at the APS Academy about policy and policy development. And we also include that in our graduate development program. Um, I think I'm up to the fifth craft, which is strategy, policy and evaluation. Obviously, these are really essential APS crafts. Um, and the final craft, leadership and management, that's the craft that I'm most involved in. And that's about uh, driving organisational productivity and performance. So it's a really important craft to the APS. And we also include that in our um, APS graduate development program. Mm, sure. Yeah, I can see how they're all sort of fitting around integrity and how they're all really important. Mm. But you mentioned uh, the Australian Government Graduate Development Program a few times. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the ABS Graduate Development Program is an opt-in program for agencies. Um, a lot of agencies have their own graduate recruitment and their own graduate development program. But what we do at the APS Academy is we provide an opt-in program. So it's up to the agencies if they want to be involved in our program. And we focus mostly on the APS craft. So some graduate programs have a very extensive um, internal program, uh, but they also opt into our program to f because we, we think we're the experts of the APS craft. Um, so the program goes for 10 months and we're applying this uh, cohort-based social learning. This is the first time we've done this this year and it's, it, it's just been so fantastic. Um, it involves using a learning platform and we've chosen the Kahoot learning platform so that the learning happens it's time bound, but it's semi-synchronous. Semi so it's not all in real time. We have some real time events, but largely uh, a cohort of graduates works through the activities together. Um, we thought it might be complicated for the graduates to understand how to do this, but they just jumped in yeah. immediately yeah. and um, have really, uh, have really been just fantastic in their engagement on this platform. Um, it's a lot of fun. And as I said, the program goes for 10 months. It starts off with a, a, a welcome day, which we did at Old Parliament House this year. We had 300 grad, graduates, approximately 300 graduates, so a very big cohort of graduates. And we break them up into cohorts of 50 to work through the year uh, together so that they do get that sense of you know, being part of a smaller cohort and interacting. Um, we also run uh, APS-wide whole of government event series. So these include in-person events and virtual events. So the idea of this is mainly about networking, getting mm. to know grads across the service. Yeah. So we really are taking a one APS approach. Yeah, you were saying before, like some of the events are things like debates and hackathons. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what are some of the other things that yeah, you do so, for the events? So we've partnered with the uh, CSIRO and they're um, the authors of the Our Future Wor World Report. And so this covers the, the five <coughs> mega, mega trends that, are, that are, will be impacting us in the future. And um, so we had our first uh, event last Monday um, and we had about 110 graduates who work through the mega trends with the CSIRO and they identify uh, APS challenges and how they could overcome these challenges. So it's a very, it, it's, it's, 
it's completely different to our digital environment because it's in person, we have post-it notes and stickers and they work through the challenge, they pitch their challenge and then there's a, a, a winner is judged from, from the day. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really fun and it's open to anyone on a graduate program in the, in the public service. And we've got two more sessions running just because we didn't have the capa capacity in a venue. So we'll have about 600 grads that do this, uh, this hackathon. So yeah, it's a lot of fun, very yeah, exciting. Fantastic. Yeah, I remember doing one when I was a grad and it was heaps of fun, so yeah. it's great events, yeah. So that was the Australian Government Graduate Development Program. Um, so yeah, sort of the 10 month program and then the events that run throughout the year. Um, yeah, so we're currently um, getting ready for the 2024 uh, Australian uh, APS Graduate Development Program. So we've um, got expressions of interest out at the moment. So it's the agencies that opt in. Um, this year we had 25 agencies. So we're looking at uh, increasing that for 2024. Yeah, great. And we'll also run a event series as well. So if you're on a graduate program next year, um, hope, hopefully we'll see you on the program. Yeah, something to look out for next year. Some more really valuable insights from Kristen again in that segment. And if you're interested, I encourage you to explore the APS Academy and the Australian Government Graduate Development Program. You'll find relevant links in the show notes. Now let's turn to the Q&A session once again, focusing on questions related to the topics that Kristen touched on in part two. Hi there, my name's Brody. Um, I was wondering, noting obviously that the APS Academy usually does charge for its, like, what is it, courses. Are there usually one opportunities that you can get through APS Academy that are perhaps free of charge? And then two, do you think more needs to be done to incentivize departments and agencies to get involved in that, uh, what is it, like, to put the money forward so that we can standardize and raise the capabilities of all departments? That's, yeah, that's a great comment, Brody. Uh, exactly, that's what we're working on at the moment. The idea is how do, we, uh, how do we gain efficiencies and effectiveness by having a one APS approach and reduce that duplication that happens across agencies. So we're, of, of course we don't mandate any of our, our programs, but we strongly encourage agencies to, to join us. And our programs are based on a cost recovery. So we think we also have economies of scale that can help us deliver at, at the lowest cost uh, possible. So I, I guess um, to answer your question, yeah, we, we strongly encourage and we've got a fantastic um, APS commissioner that talks directly to the secretaries about joining our, our programs. And it's not just programs, right? It's, it's resources. Um, it's connection, it's events, it's a whole range of things. Um, so yeah, our APS Commissioner strongly encourages secretaries. We also have a learning board, which is made up with uh, uh, deputy secretaries from across the, the public service. They also support us and encourage, uh, uh, encourage their agencies to join. And we have a faculty too, so a faculty of specialists and practitioners across the public service that, that support us as well. So I think there are a lot of efficiencies to be gained by this one APS approach. Um, agencies will still need to you know, resource their in-house technical development, 
But for APS Craft, I think we'll see more and more um, agencies getting on board with this one APS approach. Yeah, but we have to we have to deliver something really good. You know, we can't count on people joining us because we think it's effective and efficient. We've got to prove that it is, and we've really got to um, demonstrate that we're capable of of delivering these fantastic learning experiences. Mm. Hi. Um for future graduates, um, it, being a graduate can uh, induce a large workload uh, with agency-specific training, often relocation and graduate development program training. Uh, do you have any advice for future graduates on how to better manage their workloads and dealing with all these extracurricular activities, events and their regular workloads? Yeah, that's a great question. And your name's Spencer. Spencer. Yeah, great question. And that's come up uh, in, in this year uh, of graduates. Um, this year we've got the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade that have joined us and their graduate program includes a offshore rotation. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> so they actually go out to post, uh, to a dipl diplomatic post, um, other side of the world or any, it could be anywhere in the world. Are, are you a DFAT graduate? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, for next year. Oh, for next year, yeah, right. And, um, so what the cohort-based um, social learning has enabled us to do is um, allowed the graduate to manage the, their development. So by that I mean when they're at, when they're at post, um, they might be in a different time zone, so they can log on to the platform at a time that suits them, on a device that suits them, from anywhere, to complete an activity. So we think this is a fantastic way uh, for learners to learn. They learn when it suits them. They're not uh, at a time, you know, they're not at a time bound. It is time bound. They have to do it within a week, often the activities. So the conversation is happening with their peers while they're doing it. But it's that, you know, we, we, they don't need to be here in Canberra in real time on a uh, departmental supplied device to interact with le with learning. So we think we're on a real winner with this one. And uh, we've just launched uh, another program based on the same delivery for our executive level um, employees. And we have uh, 550 of those who've joined the program. And we're seeing 60% of those people are located outside of Canberra. So I think this is really exciting. Uh, I think that it's going to get harder and harder to bring graduates to Canberra. Um, it's not a cheap city to live in. Discuss for us, not. And uh, not everybody wants to come to Canberra. And particularly uh, if you're from a diversity group. So maybe First Nations people don't want to come to Canberra either. So the idea that you can have a fantastic APS career from your region and access the best development possible, I just think that's a, it's a great solution. Yeah. And I'm really excited to be a part of, of rolling that out. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. wonderful. Can I ask a question? Is that all right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I had a question about, about some of the, the APS craft. Um, so sort of like, I guess a lot of them are, are sort of like quite high level things. So things like integrity, leadership. Where do you sort of, uh, I guess things like, I don't know, brief writing or sort of like 
using yeah. EMS? Where, where do they sort yeah, of fit into that? Yeah, um, that's a great question. We, we cover that in working for government. Yep. So, you know, writing good briefs is all about understanding the context that you're working in. Um, we also have, uh, like, writing, writing in the public service has always been a really important capability development um, and program. Like it's, it's one of our most popular. And I think it's about that individual development. So on our website, we have a, a, a section about, you know, developing your individual skills and, and writing is definitely one of those skills. Mm. I just read um, over the weekend, I read this fantastic book on writing and it's called Writing for Busy Readers. Uh, and I think it just absolutely gets it right in terms of how do you write in the public service uh, to, for impact. Your readers are often really busy, so you need to be so clear in, in what, you, what you write. So I might put that in the show notes too. It's a, be fantastic. It's a really good resource. Yeah, yeah, it is like, I think, I don't know, a really important school, like, yeah, writing for, yeah, no, with, to make sure every word and every sentence is, is clear and gets the point across. Mm. Yeah. And we're seeing uh, that attention span getting shorter and shorter yeah. and the readers becoming, you know, reading less and less. So how do we get our message across? Yeah, mm. yeah thank you. I think um, don't have any more questions. So we'll bring our Q&A to a close. It's been a fantastic conversation and I've really enjoyed having it in, in this new live format. And it's been great having you as a guest, Chris. And thanks so much for coming in and speaking to us yeah thank you that's it for this episode for our listeners at home but if you'd like to see more gradcast content uh you can check out our socials got at gradcast on linkedin instagram and tiktok gradcast is a production by content group and is sponsored by the commonwealth superannuation corporation csc and we'll be back soon with more stories tips and insights thanks for tuning in and bye for now Uh, that was a really fun experience to be recording those episodes in front of a live audience thanks so much for Kristen for being such a a fantastic guest and thanks to our audience which even included some regular listeners of Gradcast now this marks the finale of season 2 and while we are planning a best of episode If we don't get to do this in 2023, I hope you enjoyed season two of Grantcast. I'm Cal Merving, and I'll see you next time.